still working for the census, Scott? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't tell you I got not fired. You got fired from the census? No, I didn't get fired. I just said. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to episode 38 of 99100, the podcast counting up the top 100 domestic grossing box office movies of 1999. I am your egghead host, Sparky Shelton. And I am your deputy egghead host, Scott Roberts. And I'm Ryan. That was one of the least creative yes ands that I was good, ever guys. Heard in my life. That was awesome. <laughs> I, think, I, think I really that felt was the magic there. Bad. Because what you did was say the same are you thing. Talking to, wait, are you talking to me or Ryan? Oh, no, I'm talking to you, buddy. Oh, boy. Ryan what I did was a callback it. to our long pauses conversation Ryan, that we had during the cold open. Ryan nailed it. But it is clear that you are the second stringer because Tino is not here today. Tino couldn't make it. So we've got Scott Roberts in again, <sighs> reprising his role as the fourth most Good featured God. person. <laughs> <laughs> Do you always let that kind of stuff slide or you edit oh, it out? 100%. Or what? We're sort of like, so um, <laughs> we like to, uh, we like to like, you know, really embrace the functions of the human body directly into the microphone. So, um, that's nice. Do the, the viewers like that? We don't have any of those. <laughs> mostly because yeah, no. it's an audio medium. That's lucky. <laughs> mostly because it's an audio medium and you have listeners, but we also really don't have okay, any thank of those you. either. Um, one, one new listener that we have, um, that we had yesterday or for the last podcast um, was my mom. My mom listened to the October Sky podcast uh, on her walk. And I'm going to take a guess that she'll probably listen to this one because I was just home for seven and a half weeks. I'm back in Huntsville, as you can tell by the less echoiness of my voice. Um, And she'll probably be nostalgic for my jokes and japes and then realize that that's a mistake because of how often I say fuck and shit and um, hey. you know, uh, Chuck Schumer and shit like that. Hello, Mrs. Shelton. <laughs> yeah, fuck this guy, Mrs. Shelton. We don't need him. She actually did say. She actually yeah, did fuck say. Your son. <laughs> she actually did say that uh, Ryan was um was the most vulgar of the lot of us. Look, Ooh. I I make I don't know. I'm just a, I'm just a guy. No comment. <laughs> I'm just a guy, no comment. Cut up some slack, That's the Jack. least vulgar sentence I've ever heard. Yeah. Out of Ryan's mouth. Yeah. Um, how are you, Scott? How are you living? How are you doing in the um, in the COVID epicenter? I'm living pretty good, even though the COVID epicenter is pretty bad. Yeah. I think it's like one in five COVID tests this week have been positive. Ooh, boy, the, those are rookie city. numbers. You're saying Huntsville can do better? Out, out, out here in five? Huntsville, out here in Huntsville, the past uh, two weeks, I think we've had a forty percent positive rate. Oh my god, <laughs> it's really bad. That's um, not great. No, it's not great. It's not great at all. Um, sort of everything is not great. I guess I don't know why Scott, I prompted you with that, but the um, numbers are that bad, <laughs> and you're still ordering pizza and shit. I didn't see the guy. He left it at the door. I. Asked Scott that, but oh, that's cool, yeah, you know. Sure, but it's true because you were just bragging about how your COVID numbers were worse, so that makes more sense. Yeah, um, that's fair. But no, I mean, the the research is clear. You can't get it from a pizza. Oh, oh fair enough. It, it said travels that? by Fauci air. Fauci said that. It's more like he, the fact that he didn't mention it that we can assume that <laughs> you can't get it from if pizza. If you if you assumed on uh, everything he didn't mention doesn't give you COVID, I think the list would be pretty long and pretty inaccurate probably infinite probably infinite yeah because i don't remember i don't remember a uh uh a, a presser where he came out and was like you can get it from uh double anal <laughs> he didn't say that but i'm assuming i'm i don't have any experience but i'm assuming probably you could um no based on not again not my experience but what my what my boys say they say you can't get it from that oh that's good who's your boy uh, I said my boys. Oh, well, then I'll <laughs> yeah, it's just, you know, who, who, the usual. Who are the boys? Uh, Frankie, Tyler, <laughs> Allison. Tight, tight. Yeah. Speaking of the boys, uh, our movie this week was the 1999 classic Total Beowulf ripoff, The Thirteenth <laughs> Warrior. 
Boy. Yeah, they really unapologetically plagiarized Beowulf. They sure did. Um, I mean, it's in the Wikipedia po- uh, page about it. <laughs> it's also in the IMDb goofs that uh, apparently also download um, onto your phone when you rent a movie from Amazon to watch on the plane. So <laughs> I know a lot of the inaccuracies about the swordsmanship in this movie because... Ooh. Um, I'm excited to hear about that. Um, I mean, I don't know if I'm going to really dive into it that much. Um, I am finally... Do you guys remember um, how we all have swords? Oh, yeah, I do, yeah. Like all of us have swords right now? <laughs> yeah, no. like we all bought swords together. You guys remember the time we all bought oh, swords? Oh, yes, that is true. That is true. We do have swords. Do you guys remember where your swords are? <laughs> yeah, yep. in my closet in San Diego. Mine's at the drawer of my, my desk. Mine is right in now? my new electric car mm-hmm. that is currently being shipped across the country. This is the first time I've ever had an opportunity to get the dragon sword and the sword, the sheath of the seven dragons, <laughs> um, across the country to my to my adopted home state. Oh, I didn't know they let you ship swords well, uh, across you, the country. You're shipping the car, so you just throw the sword in the car. But so if you just stuff the car full of like weapons and drugs and I like, do also human have bodies, three handles they, you can of alcohol. That? I have a handle of vodka, a handle of rye, and a handle of bourbon that is also in the car. And so, so it sounds like you can smuggle anything you want as it, long as it it's does in a seem, car. It does seem like a bit of a loophole. I was thinking about that. Like the the other sort of loophole, I guess, is you could also you know drive your car across the country full of drugs. You know That's what true. I mean? No, actually, no, you can't uh, because the last road trip I was on, as we were g- coming into California, uh, we <laughs> went through the the border, like the Nevada California border, and uh, they saw we had an apple in the front seat, and they said no apples in California, and they made Whoa, us give really? them the apple, <laughs> and we saw them throw it away. That's <laughs> crazy. Yeah, it was really sad. It's also really sad because you had a crazy amount of weed in the car as well. I'm assuming. No, we did not. Oh, uh, no. You, there's no fucking way you didn't. No, Sorry, Mrs. Shelton. Have anything like that? <laughs> yeah, we were just a couple of kids in a band. Just a couple of we kids. Had our instruments in a band. and our apples and our clothes. <laughs> so this movie, no vices. It opens. It opens in the the greatest city in the world, um, Baghdad, um, in the 10th century A.D. Uh, and um, I mean, should we talk about the elephant in the room? Should we talk about it? If it's the it? elephant that I'm thinking of, then yeah, we got to tackle it. Antonio Banderas is the main character of this movie. Um, and the He's whole, not Middle Eastern. That is, that, therein lies the rub, as Willie Shake would say. Antonio Banderas <laughs> is notably not uh, from the Arabian Peninsula or any of the surrounding areas or any of the surrounding surrounding areas. And it's it, it, yeah. In fact, the the farthest possible place you could get from from there. Pretty pretty much. Latin Where's America. he from? And it's, is he Portuguese? Hold on, I'm just gonna double check so we don't get. I think he's from South America. No. Yeah. I'm calling it. Um. Oh shit. Right. He's born in. Uh, Spain. Malaga, Spain. Oh, yeah. am I glad? Am I glad that uh, I am I sore? Googled that one. Ho, wow. ho, ho. Antonio Banderas is Spanish, which is notably not in uh, in the Arabian Peninsula. But you know, it's 1999. It's Michael Crichton. Uh, corners have to be cut. You know, for for a guy who calls himself an actor, it seemed like he wasn't even trying to do an Arabian accent. It seemed like he was playing up his own <laughs> Spanish seemed, accent. He seemed like he was doing an accent of Antonio Banderas. <laughs> I don't know if that makes yeah. any sense, but that's what no, I it gave felt me like. gave me Zorro vibes. Yes, well, he was <laughs> Zorro, right? Sort of the Zorro of Baghdad. Double check. Exa- yeah, exactly, yeah. Scott. Okay, the, yeah, he was Zorro. Could... Just. Um, <laughs> we're really just blindly swinging here. <laughs> we're two for two. That's good. But when we miss, we're gonna miss hard. And it's gonna be bad. It's gonna be bean dad bad. Am I right? I don't think no. you can say that. I can't. Be I don't know. It sounds bad, right? <laughs> You're talking about the Twitter thing, right? Yeah, not the, the racial thing. slur. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's not go deeper into either of those. Let's yeah. Let's really not. <laughs> let's really not. Uh, let's stay on the crest of that canyon. Am I right, boys? Um, 
he's he's in in Baghdad, and I believe, as the opening narration uh, said, he slept with his with a, a, a woman who was married, and the the husband didn't take too kindly to that, and had him banished, um, which meant uh, that he was going to be an ambassador to to nowhere in particular. Um, and this is an interesting take on banishment, I think. Because that he got to go on an adventure. Yeah, he had like a whole bunch with of his friends, a, yeah. bu- a whole bunch of people, and a whole bunch of caravans. Um, and uh, so they go, they go up, and uh, well, really, really quick, may- maybe you guys uh, agree or disagree with me, but I think the most interesting part of the movie were those like three sentences at the beginning when they were when they said like the royal poet was banished from the kingdom for like a, a romance with the the princess oh yeah 100 percent. that sounds amazing that, be yeah, incredible. Exactly. that does, and then they they don't refer to it ever again that does fall, and then he goes on some stupid adventure that does fall into the category of prologues and epilogues that are better than the movie that they're from um one such example since i set it up broadly with epilogues is i think um uh at the end of animal house john belushi's character his epilogue is like he graduated with a business degree and went on to become the longest serving U.S. senator from uh, Kentucky or Iowa or wherever the hell it was. And I think that would be a very good movie of just Jim Belushi. John Belushi, which one was it? It doesn't matter. It's John. Um, just like puking his way up the ladder of revolving door politics. That'd be better, right? It does sound, when you put it like that, it does sound more fun than like a frat party movie. There was a, I think also in the Sandlot, there was a guy who was like, yeah, Billy got really into the 60s and nobody ever saw him again. Nom, dude. Really into the 60s? Yeah, that's that all mean? it said. It's just that's a euphemism for going to Vietnam? Yeah. <laughs> it didn't reference he was really Vietnam into, like, at all. Beatles memorabilia? No, just like, just like into the 60s, which exactly is, you've, you've both hit upon the point. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> anyway. Um, well, yeah, the question is, what does it mean that you also are never seen again once you get into it? <laughs> exactly. Like, I would say that I'm really into the 60s. I love music from the 60s and you know the culture, the counterculture. But you well, guys see me all the time. Well, the, the movie was set before the 60s. So it, we, he got really into it while the 60s were happening. And then or just like a shitload of acid, or, dude. It's like, I mean, sorry, Sparky's mom. <laughs> I love that that's what if I use that soundbite to bleep out every time you swore it's just a really quick sorry Sparky's mom you can you're editing her. you could probably call her Jeanette I don't think that would be too big of a problem are we on those terms um I know my dad wouldn't want to be called Mr. Shelton I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. my mom is the same way it's probably in our interest to do like a fake out ending uh, for Jeanette Oh. Um, and we'll wrap up and then leave, you know, 30 seconds of silence. And then we'll get back in and do the really like hardcore, crazy <laughs> podcasting. What, hardcore, oh, yeah. what constitutes hardcore, crazy podcast? She's also at this um, point, we're what, 15 minutes in the podcast? She's not fucking listening. She's got pod, she's <laughs> okay, got pod Save America and she's climbing those hills of Del Mar. Wow. And the Pod Save America guys aren't that much better than us. <laughs> That's what, I, I'm not going to comment because I think my mom still could be listening. Um, and she would disagree <laughs> yeah i don't want to get into it all right um what i do want to get into is antonio banderas and his mighty uh, his mighty this movie is so boring <laughs> we can here's the thing here's the thing do we have to do this we can, <laughs> here's the thing we can get through the plot of this movie in like five minutes Okay, let's go. Speed we round. Can do even faster than that. <laughs> so he's he's in this caravan. He's about to be raided by uh, what do they say? Tartars. Uh, Tartars, yeah. Taters. Were they undead though? Like I, I was confused. no. Those were just those were just Tartars. <laughs> no, those were people. Those were people. I I my hand was liberally on the skip forward ten seconds button. So <laughs> you're also confusing the Tartars with the bear people. Are you thinking of the bear people? I must. Uh, yeah, I guess the bear people. Yeah, no, they the bear weren't people undead. Were, were also they were people, just, though. They were just folks. But they looked like Tuscan Raiders or something. Yeah, they put bear pelts over their head to pretend that they uh, were like bears, and they ripped people's heads off. And Wikipedia said that they identify with bears. Oh, I see. Sure. So they're sort of like a 
uh, furries. LGBTQ friendly. Oh, yeah. okay. We, the, we, I'm woof. Both of those things. You said simultaneously. Not only did you crosstalk, which I'm told is not a good thing for a podcast, but no, you says both crosstalk with things that were probably worse than each other. Okay, so, you're right. So we'll we'll talk about furries first, and then we'll go into LGBTQ. <laughs> oh so the Tartars are coming to kill him, and they ran away. And then the 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 Northmen, the Norse folks, they show up. Um. One thing I will note about this movie, uh, it has Antonio Banderas and fucking no one else that is even remotely close to recognizable. Ouch. Um, which is not a dig. It's just like they spent 130-something million dollars on this movie. It probably killed their careers. Or, That's why they couldn't. Or they just thought that it was going to help them. They were all like Scandinavian. Like they were all Swedish actors and they just couldn't break America, I guess. Um, if they got so many Scandinavian people, why couldn't they get uh, an Arab person? That's a really good question. That is a really good question. I'll, I will say, off the top of my head, there is a, I don't think that there is a single uh, person that I could name in that time that would fill the role. I'm going through the IMDb right now and this looks like the last credit for a lot of these guys <laughs> <laughs> they really um so so <laughs> they Antonio Banderas and his uh advisor get uh captured by captured they they were like he was sent as an ambassador so he was like trying to make peaceful contact but he didn't really like meet anybody. Oh, he met his his twelve friends. Well, sure, but that happened after. He, like he tried to talk to the king, got told to fuck oh, off, right. and then sat down. And they found a uh, one of the people that spoke Greek. So he was speaking Greek to his advisor, and the advisor, or he was speaking English to his advisor. Although what was English and what was not English is unclear. Because right, you're, you're stumbling on one of the big themes of the movie. They go back and forth, and then... Um, Bless you. All right. And, uh, and this kid comes running in. They're in these tents. They're talking. And um, this kid comes in and is like, we need your help. Uh, we're getting raided by he who shall not be named. Um, Voldemort? Yes. No, Beowulf. Beowulf. Oh, okay. No, Beowulf was one of the guys. He was <laughs> no, named yeah, like Beowulf Grendel or whatever. Um, no, it was multiple Grendels were the were the enemy. Yes, the Grendels were the enemy in Beowulf. They're the Rendels in. I think there's only one Rendel in Beowulf. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure the IMDb goofs section said that he they changed the Rendels or the Grendels from Beowulf into the Rendels. There's one Rendell and many Rens. Is that how it works? We're like 11 minutes into this movie. I know, and I only know speaks. that because I only really watched the first 11 minutes before I started hitting so the 10 fast. second forward. It speeds up so fast. So they're like, what yeah. are we going to do? They call him, I guess, the angel of death. Did you guys understand what was happening in that scene? No, absolutely not. not. Okay. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, she's got some chicken bones uh, and... Um, they said Wait, who, they needed what? oh the oracle yeah the oracle oh yeah yeah she was cool she was a highlight of the movie what what was happening in that scene um she was like you know uh, a blessed, Scott didn't watch a, a the seer. movie dude <laughs> I watched that I watched that part I watched that part <laughs> twice because the so the she, computer shut down as I was watching it wh for whatever reason they needed thirteen people to go and die for the country <laughs> um and uh and there's oh they they needed one for every month. Oh, one you know, for every there's month. There's 13 months. And yeah. then the last one. You know, the year has 13 months. The last one, they had like a, a darkened chicken bone and was like, the the 13th warrior will not be, uh, I'm sorry, the 13th warrior, roll credits, will not be from the north. And they all looked at him, looked right past his advisor. So I don't know <laughs> when that fucking dude dodged you the You could draft. tell he wouldn't be a good, he wouldn't be a good uh, warrior. But he spoke so many languages. He could definitely, like, communicate. Yeah, but Antonio Banderas learned how to speak 
whatever language they were speaking just by sitting next to them at a fire that for is, 15 minutes. So. <laughs> that is, that is the next cool. scene in the movie. So he's the 13th warrior. They go off to ride. Um, they're speaking like an old Norse dialect uh, in the first scenes. And then there's a montage where he learns how to speak it fluently, um, which is to say that that old Norse becomes English. So now everybody's speaking English. Which is what happens if you hang out with a bunch of guys speaking a different language for long enough. Yeah. Then the words just turn into English that you understand. That is a good point. Um, one of us on this podcast has experience in a foreign land, I'm assuming fighting wars. Um, Scott, what was uh, what was that like for you? Uh, to learn Spanish? Yeah, you went to In Cuba, the war zone. Right? I've been yeah. led to believe that. Uh, C, as they would say. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I've I've been led to believe that that it's a war zone there. So what was that like? You know, speaking the language and fighting a war. Um, it's not necessarily a war, I would say. And if it were, uh, I also would say they wouldn't allow me to fight in it, and they probably wouldn't let me into the country. Oh, I see. Okay. Um, but uh, there is some sort of you know cold war, perhaps that's going on between uh, Cuba and the states. So if anything, I was um, like a double agent. You what? It's <laughs> a double agent. Okay. Fighting for um for Cuba, or wait. <laughs> yeah, I was fighting for Cuba, even though I'm an American, and I'm in Cuba, so I'm fooling the Cubans into thinking that I'm an American. Are have you just look? I don't want to. I don't want to derail the pod too much, but just in case that there is an officer um, in the security services listening. Do you want to say just like in a, a very frank legal term that you have never uh, and will never associate in espionage with the Cuban government? Just, just, just for me. Just for me. As pals. It sounds like you're setting me up to trap me later. You're going to use the soundbite to Oh, no. To no, me. I'm trying to get you to say that you, you, you're you not a treasonous treasoner. No, but I know how you work. You're going to cut out the part where I say not a, a spy. It's going to sound like well, I am a I spy to, for I, Cuba. I hate to break it to you, but if I needed that soundbite, I have it from three minutes ago. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you fooled me. I was trying to give you some exonerating evidence, but clearly not. Yeah, I'm holding on to this audio, so that way when Scott runs for public <laughs> office, I can release it. That's not going to be the worst thing that you can find. Um, also we, we can go we can go deeper in after we do the fake out ending we can go okay. deeper into my my uh you know sympathy for the cuban people and right. what i think we should do to you know improve relations all right buddy. so after uh, antonio banderas gets typecast by a bunch of bones uh they go off and fight a bunch of people keep going because that was stellar <laughs> um, use more metaphors like that what you use more like analogies like that Typecast by bones. I can't because I don't can't. really know what happens next. They start going on their journey. <laughs> they like find a village in the forest or something, and like they're like, "Oh no, we can't go in because there's enemies in there." And they shoot an arrow or something, and then they, oh, that was when they first introduced the like the the undead. Was there undead? They're I'm not just... undead. They're people that dress like bears. But they like fought a bunch and of people, and bears. then all of the all of the bears were gone post battle. So yeah, they pulled them out. Me that. They pulled them out. Oh, okay. So they do that, and then I skipped far, like very far ahead, like 20 minutes. <laughs> the, the, um, the gist is Antonio Banderas learns English and learns it to all of the other people. Then they're attacked by bear people. They go to this city, and they're like, ah, help, we're being attacked by bear people. Um, and, uh, and some of the 13 die, and they try to build walls around the village. Um, and uh, and uh, and they pick a fight. Did you guys catch that? With um, who? Oh, well, I I do remember the when they were building the fence, they were playing like really intense battle music as they were building it. Yeah, they, which kind of threw me off. One of the it's not a battle. The Beowulf guy was like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna." Maybe it was like that. There was a prince in that town that that sucked shit, and they were like, "We got to teach him a lesson." So he got into a duel. Beowulf got into a duel with one of their biggest, strongest guys and, like, duped him out and killed him, which was my Miller Oh, that's right. Um, yeah, that was pretty good. Champagne was... of Bits. I thought it was pretty fucking funny that they were just like, tall redhead, he's going to die to prove a point to this king. 
and they're the heroes of the movie. Pretty funny. Pretty funny. Very, very humbling. Um, so there's this attack, and they fight him off, um, and then they call this old woman to teach them what to do, and she's like, kill their, kill their mom uh, and their leader. Um, and then the rest of the movie is them killing the mom and the leader. They go into a cave. There's a scene where they have to swim. Uh, according to IMDb, one of the actors almost died during that shoot. Almost drowned. Whoa. So that was that's, that's something that you don't want to put in the uh in the IMDb trivia. You would think that's something they would try to hide. Well, <laughs> I they can't fucking censor the people, man. They're not uh Ted Cruz. Nice. Sound effect. Stick it to the man. Born to run plays in the background. I drive off in a Camaro. My muscles are really fucking big. The Camaro starts to spin, but I catch it since I'm so good at driving. That's that end of the bit. Wow, that's a better movie than uh, the 13th Warrior. (laughs) Thank you. Did you guys did you guys catch anything else that I didn't mention that you thought was notable that was interesting? Yeah, Um, you forgot the um, the part where when uh, Antonio Banderas gets slashed by one of the bear furries uh, and he starts bleeding. (laughs) The the lady who comes in, who I think is a love interest, but I, in my skimming, I didn't yeah, you know, I see any anybody, romance. Um, I don't think there was any resolution to any of that shit. Yeah. Um, anyways, as she like you know tends to his wounds, um, she starts putting uh, cow urine on him. Yeah. And he goes, "No, get that filled off of me. I don't <laughs> want your disgusting cow urine. Give me water. I need clean water." Uh, which sounds like the rational thing to do, and we think that, or at least I thought he was gonna you know teach him a lesson that. You can't, you can't clean wounds with cow urine. You got to use water. Um, and then she said, no, you're going to get a fever and die if I don't do this. And he said, okay. And she put the urine on him. Mm. I think urea is a disinfectant. I could be wrong, though. Mm. I'm not, I'm not going to try that. I, don't, I mean, I'm not going to either. I'm just saying, I think, probably, maybe it's a disinfectant. Mm. Cow urine? I guess, yeah. When you're in a situation like that, you know, your options are limited. That's right, yeah, yeah. It's either cow, cow urine or water. Do you think Bear Grylls' whole career is just an elaborate cover for his piss fetish? Hmm. <laughs> Maybe so. Maybe. It really works well for him, if that's also the case. Yeah. Maybe it's just a perk. Maybe it's something he figured out. Maybe he dreaded it, and then he started longing for it. I guess, when, yeah, when you drink that much piss, you can't help but start to get attracted to it. Mm. Immersion therapy. You're, mm. Disgusting, in, though. You're, you're, you're immersion. Is there anything there? Scott, you went to Harvard. Is there anything there? In Anything in what? In making a, uh, a, a combo word with urine and um, immersion. I think it's already kind of there. If you just yeah, repl- if- immersion, but like I and E, you know, it's, it's like a visual one though. Mm, yeah. I think probably for the, the circles that use the phrase urine immersion a lot, they probably have learned to shorten it. Immersion. But yeah, but you know, guys like us who are disgusted by that idea of immersing <laughs> yeah. yourself in urine. <laughs> oh, so uh, disgusting. Gonna, yeah, we're, yeah, we're gonna... all equal levels of, of, dis- of disgusting. Disgusted, yeah. Um, I did have one really big problem with the movie. Okay, let's uh, hear it. Which is that the the guy calls himself a poet. He's the royal poet. Right. Um, and I, I didn't hear a single poem in the movie. <laughs> well, he... I thought the movie would be like a, a dead poet society thing where all these like right. Vikings are going on an adventure. <laughs> and he was like, no, there's more to life than the sword and, and bloodshed. And then he says like a haiku and they, you know... They all do a slow clap and start crying. Robin Williams has more of a track record playing uh, characters from Arabia um, than Antonio Banderas does. That's true. He would have crushed this role. He would have fucking annihilated this role. Oh, my God. So well. I wonder what he was doing in 99. That's a good question. Aladdin. I don't think Aladdin came out this year. That'd be wild, though, huh? But didn't. Yeah, that would be wild. When was the Popeye movie? Popeye movie. Apparently, he's in Bicentennial Man, which is way up there. He is. So, 
So we got that to look forward to. But until then, do you guys have an ad? Um, yeah, this this episode is sponsored by ExxonMobil. <laughs> the one-stop shop for gas and oil services. We here at 99100 uh, fucking love oil. We love oil. So we love mom. coal. We love natural gas. We love oil spills because that just gets us closer to the black stuff. All right, and, and now we're gonna st- now we're gonna stop reading the copy that they gave us. Uh, in my in my experience, I the only oil that you can't just you can't come up with a reason to not match my energy. That's not how this works. That's bullshit, Scott. I went hard and fast into the fucking oil pit, and you left me wet and 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 viscous. You know that my body could never do that. No matter how much I love Exxon Mobil and their oil products, I couldn't rise to the occasion to really fully express that. Um, but no, it's really you know just a just a treat when my car is running on Exxon. Do you Exxon's guys oil. do you guys like Exxon Mobil eighty five octane better or ninety octane better? Ninety. Oh, I always use the eighty nine. I'm not a you know. A well, what's the like 91 is the highest? I don't remember. I always use premium, not because my car needs it, but because uh, it gives more money to those sweet, sweet Exxon executives who need it so bad. You know. No, I actually only do use premium because it's my mom's car, and she tells me to fill it up with premium. I just bought an, an electric car, and you know what? Yeah, that's very anti-Exxon, man. You'd think Wait, yeah, so, don't say that. On every <laughs> Friday, every Friday, I go down to the Exxon Mobil station, and I just douse that motherfucker in oil. <laughs> that's not good for the in paint. Oil in gasoline. Well, I, I, I was worried. I'll be honest. I was worried that if I bought an electric car, I wouldn't be able to support ExxonMobil. But it turns out that some of the components that keep the battery okay get a little hot when it's charging, which attracts mice. So what I do to keep the mice off is douse those components in gasoline every night and every morning. <laughs> Scott thought you were being serious for a second. <laughs> I'm, I, I, Are you not? I regret. I regret having my microphone turned away from the screen because i would have really liked to see his anticipatory uh, huh, huh? anyway thank um, you to exxon no, yeah, mobile I mean, for yeah. sponsoring this podcast <laughs> and thank you for all the the free oil that you gave us we're i got a big old we're putting it to good it. use it's a thousand dollar value right now so Oil is not at a thousand dollar a barrel. Are you? Is, <laughs> is that good or bad? I, I don't know. I don't know why. So out of touch with the oil stocks. I don't days. drive. West Texas Intermediate is forty seven a gallon or forty seven a uh, a barrel. Oh, but they have trash oil. Well, it's Exxon is part of that, so it's not trash. Oil. Oh, all, never mind. Never mind. It's really, really good oil. <laughs> you are right about that, though. You're, Wait, so you're I can totally just buy right. a barrel. Of straight oil, yes, you can for buy fifty dollars. You can buy a barrel of crude oil for forty-seven dollars and twenty-one cents at the moment. There was a time. You want to start a gas company? There was a time that you could buy oil uh, for like thirty dollars a barrel. There was even Damn. a time. There was even a time uh, during this pandemic where you could buy a futures contract in oil uh, to buy it for negative sixteen dollars a barrel. So they would give you $16 for every barrel that you took. So you would get paid to take oil? That's correct, yeah. Wow. I really hope we see that again in my lifetime. (laughs) (laughs) It would be pretty cool. Hey, boys. Who's the chosen one? This is like a little play on our normal Who's the Boss segment, but it's sort of like medieval- Sort of like legendary. It's sort of like you know, it's like funky vibes. So who's the chosen yeah. one? Because I think there are a, a couple good contenders in this movie. The king mm. of the bear people. Hmm. 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 Isn't that the mother? There was a king and a mother. <laughs> the mother was like this 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 uh, angry woman who got stabbed by Beowulf, and then. The bear guy was a guy who had elk antlers, and he also got stabbed. I mean, supposedly there was supposed to be a stabbing, but I don't remember seeing it. But they all did run off, so. Hmm. 
So who's the chosen one? I'd put my vote down for the 13th warrior. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, I'd say so as well because he got typecast by a bunch of bones. He did get typecast <laughs> by a bunch of bones. My counter. Really? <laughs> now go ahead. No, you do your thing. <laughs> now I was just going to kind of dwell on being typecast by a bunch of bones. I'd like you to do that. I'd like you to do, dwell on that. No, it's just that you know, always chosen people are always typecast by a bunch of bones. And, you know, <laughs> I've never been typecast by a bunch of bones, so I know I'm not a chosen person. But if I ever were to get typecast by a bunch of bones, I know that I'd be chosen by some sort of typecaster of bones. What what hue of chicken bone would you assume is typecasting you? Is this some comment about my ambiguous race? <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what it is scott yeah well i would say it's a white bone okay here's the thing here's the thing about us as a group of people um we we are all are different people and we have slightly different skin tones my question is would you would we be able to tell given three chicken bones who was who like if we had a still like a still watermarked image of three chicken bones, would we be able to 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 mark ourselves as which one is which? Wait, is, so. is that how it works in the in the canon of the movie that every human being on Earth has a chicken bone that represents them? No, they were like I, I mean, it was sort shaded of, accordingly to their their skin tone. It was sort of unclear. It was sort of unclear in the movie because she would pull a chicken bone up and yell something <laughs> in Norse. And then somebody else would yell something in Norse, which was like, I am the 14th warrior. But it wasn't really clear if they were being called out of who was who. So mm. it's, it's really a bummer that Antonio Banderas didn't learn, <laughs> didn't turn Old Norse into English at that point did, in the movie. Because I really want to know what the crazy lady wasn't was Wasn't able to turn Old Norse into, into English before, before the exposition came. Yeah, seems, I would love to hear what that lady was spouting off about. Seems like an, over, seems like an oversight. Um I'm gonna go do a Google image search uh, of chicken bones. Look, all I'm saying is, Sparky, you're gonna be the whitest bone, and then Scott and I, it's a it's a coin toss. Okay, I'm gonna. Is there a? Chat? You think we're, you're equal skin tone to me? Yeah, very similar. I'm Even gonna, I would disagree with that. I'm gonna. Throw no way. This, <laughs> uh, you're looking at pictures of chicken bones. Yeah, look at that. There's four of them. Yeah. There's four of them. So what I want to do is be able to figure out which one is which. This is a stock photo for the listeners at home. We are looking at a stock photo of four chicken bones that look like they've had the meat bitten off of them. Pretty, pretty All completely. Right. Top to bottom. Okay. I'm going one, two, three, four. Sparky's number two. Okay. I'm probably number four. And I probably we... say I'm number three, and then Tino's a close number two or number one. Okay. Should we read the URL to the fans so they can look at the picture too? Yeah, go ahead. I mean, I, oh, can put it, I didn't I want can, to be the one to do it. <laughs> okay, it HTTPS thing, uh, colon forward slash forward slash previews period one two three rf dot com forward slash uh, images forward slash alexan six six slash forward slash sorry alexan six six one seven zero one. I'll do this much faster because I want to get this over with. Forward slash alexan six six one seven zero one zero zero one zero four forward slash seven zero three one two six eight five hyphen chicken hyphen bones hyphen on hyphen white hyphen background uh, dot jpeg jpg yeah people don't know which one <laughs> did everyone get that yeah everybody and we can that. pause everybody... we can pause so the viewers can, uh, can i, type I i'm gonna be honest i don't remember which one was anybody but i think you got it right ryan i trust you oh word okay yeah. i trust you um and i think that's i think honestly that's gonna move us uh into um god did we do milk or merlot first or ryan's wraps I think we do Ryan's wraps first, I and then we do Milk Ryan's wraps. It's time for Ryan's wraps, everybody. All right, it's gonna be quick because uh, my my <laughs> exposure to this film was minimal, but <laughs> it's gonna be great. So, does that ever stop you from, you know, the writing the rap? Sometimes uh, you're some, about to find out, Scott. <laughs> sometimes he, if he pays too much attention to the movie, he gets lost and uh, he gets a little turned around and gets lost in the details. Like he'll think a movie that's very clearly set in LA is set in Chicago and make that like the fucking thing of the song. <laughs> There's a really huge swing and a miss. 
Yeah. Well, because I remember the the last episode that I uh, appeared the on. The only uh, one you also you've not watched. To. Yeah. <laughs> the last time you guys called me into the studio, um, you also didn't watch the the movie, so I can only assume that. You never oh shit! Movies. Yeah, wait. We gotta stop bringing Scott on. It's bad vibes for me. <laughs> I watched the no, whole you gotta start movie. Watching the movie. <laughs> I've watched every whole movie. <laughs> Suck. All right, Ryan. All right. Fucking rap, dude. All right. Spit some fire. This is all right. I'm gonna start. Doesn't it feel kind of racist? We got a Latin American playing a Middle Ooh, Eastern sitting in a tent about in the. Swing and a miss. Whoops. <laughs> what? <laughs> we established you made that... he's from Spain. <laughs> Is yeah, the rest of the rap going to be about Latin America? During, I didn't write this during the podcast, and you made the same swing and miss. <laughs> yeah, but we didn't write a rap about it. Scott we made did the swing it. and the miss. I Googled it first because I watched my fucking back. Also, Americans are dense. They think everyone who's not from America is either African-American or Latin American. That is not how I think. I don't think that's how I think. I thought, and to be honest, for a second there, I thought that was part of your rap, so I didn't. I was... <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> no, no, let me start over. Continue you... <laughs> with your rap, buddy. Okay. But sub okay. out Spain for Latin America. Sub out Spain. See how many syllables of Spain, how how many syllables can you stretch the word Spain out to? That's what well, I want to know. Western European, so okay, six. Okay, go ahead. That's not Spain. It's in Europe. It is, but it's you don't call Spain West. Western Europe. You call it's Spain like, Spain. Yeah, it, it's cl- close enough, Scott. <laughs> All right, spit some fire. All right. Doesn't it feel kind of racist? We got. I'm keeping it. Fuck you guys. Doesn't it feel kind of racist? We got a Latin American playing a Middle Eastern, sitting in a tent in the round with a feastern. A white man from the north giving me that stank face like a bunny on Easter. There ain't 13 months in a year, just 13 warriors with nothing to fear. Antonio Banderas stepping up into gear, trying to slide out like a snake in my ear. He's number 13 and nobody cheers. Learning the language is learning the vibes. Nobody can stop him as he makes his climb. Up through the ranks and over the sea, preaching to men because he's Prince Ali. Make way. That's where I was going to start singing Prince Ali lyrics from Aladdin, but I can't sing. Please, go ahead. All right. So, because he's Prince Ali, make way for Prince Ali. All right. That's nuts. Prince Ali, fabulous. Go on. Uh, Let me skip ahead here. Prince Ali, fabulous he. I lost my place. <laughs> Ali Ababwa. <laughs> Is that the rest of the rap? It's just the Yeah, song? yeah, yeah. yeah. I did that last week too, but okay. I kind of fuck with mix, uh, mixing up some stuff like that. So, Also, I didn't watch the movie, so it was kind of difficult for me to, uh, pretty, yeah, pretty fair. to do anything. So, Well, I thought it was a good rap. I did too. I thought that was one I'm of I'm giving best. that one like a 4 out of 10. I can do better, but... Uh, all right, the bar is so low already. You don't need to... Fuck you, Scott. <laughs> like, immediately sorry, go to four. Sorry, you, could say, you could say it's a five You or say six, the bar seven. is low, Scott, but unfortunately, or fortunately, Ryan's Raps is almost 100% the the best part of the podcast. It is consistent. It is consistently pretty bulletproof. Well, because you get this feedback you're getting from the fans. Or from oh yeah, absolutely, Mrs. Shelton. I actually, like I actually, the three people. The the feedback that I get the most uh, early on was that Tino and I needed to shut the fuck up so that people could hear the raps more. <laughs> that's, a, that's a real note. <laughs> that's that's probably the worst note that you were hoping to get, right? Um, yeah, I thought it was like I the note I was hoping to get is it's so funny, it's so professionally mixed, and and I'm just glad to have you as a friend. Um, even though I've moved to Colorado, I hope our bond continues. That's the note I was kind of hoping to get, but um, you know, Ryan's raps praise well, is pretty good too. I'm, I'm sorry that it happened. Whatever you were talking about, <laughs> yeah, it was two sentences. You zoned out for two sentences. <laughs> it sounded sad, so I blocked out. Whatever it, you were saying, it's, it's not it's fine. actually sad. I was making a joke. That's called. Yeah. Narrow casting in the biz, we call that narrow casting. Hmm. Uh, any bones ever bones, narrow dude, cast? Yeah. <laughs> you ever heard of a a turkey bone narrow casting? I believe it is now time for us to determine, weigh in whether this movie has aged like a fine merlot or gone sour like milk. What do you think, Ryan? Sour, dude. This was not good. 
Well, it was yeah, too it was... long. They typecast incorrect. <laughs> well, the bones did fine, but <laughs> the bones were really good at typecasting. <laughs> <laughs> the casting director needs some work. I w- yeah, I'd say it was it was dead on arrival. It was bad back then. It was sour milk <laughs> then, sour milk now. Yeah, I watched this movie on a plane, which of course puts it on another spectrum. Like you can't judge a movie that you watched on a plane the same way you would in a theater or on the couch or in bed or whatever. Um, this cut out uh, about half of my flight from San Diego to Dallas uh, that I had to think about anything. So I'm going to say um, it's sour soy milk. Um, you don't really want it in the first place, but it's not as bad as it could have been. So that's what I think. It's a glowing review of soy milk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That would have been a good senior quote. <laughs> it wouldn't have it would have been got, out of context make... and useless but oh man really sums up a, a high school career my uh uh being back home i did look through my old yearbook um uh the highlight of course is what ryan signed my my junior year yearbook oh right as. um but there's no way you remember what you wrote in that book right? oh, i do because yes, he sent me a picture of it <laughs> okay um it took up the whole page and it was just uh uh the word sorry sparky's mom oh i mean i'm gonna blink that obviously but um she can just open the book no see my name (laughs) i'm gonna bleep it for everybody i'm not just bleeping it for my mom it's just i don't like i don't like the way my voice sounds when i say it so but i but i wanted to get the information across in the call you know look with context that definitely was way funnier than (laughs) What kind of context there, could there have been? Is we were definitely all saying page? it a lot at the time, for sure. <laughs> oh, who would I, well, I don't I think took, that's no true at that. all. I think the whole... I, <laughs> I don't recall time, I've never said that word in my life. I think the point that you did that was that you wanted to ruin a whole page of my yearbook. <laughs> Scott, you're willing to be a double agent in Cuba, but you're not willing to uh, admit that you said in high school. Yeah, apples to oranges. One <laughs> that, is a, a true evil. <laughs> And the other one is like a patriotic duty. A patriotic duty to betray the country? No, to the, you know, what I believe to be the, the <laughs> oh, tenets of our, of our country I gave that have been lost over the centuries. gave you separate opportunities to put yourself right, and you doubled down. You're going to get so CIA'd. Yeah, the sad thing is that there probably is one guy's job at the NSA to listen to all the podcasts <laughs> that are made ever. Just to see if any of them happen to be like a terrorism podcast. It'd be good for our numbers, man. That'd be a pretty good uptick. Well, you'd go from like five to six listeners. <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> that's pretty accurate. Pretty accurate. Um, it, it would be a giveaway, though, if just like we started every single one of our... Wait, holy shit. Holy shit, I forgot. Do you guys remember... Uh, Scott doesn't because he forgot a, he doesn't listen to the podcast. But Ryan, do you remember that time when we got like... 35 separate downloads from Virginia. Yeah. Do you know where the CIA is headquartered? Yo, we're big in the CIA, boys. They just rebranded. Virginia. We are on the map, baby. I'm stoked. Hell yeah. Wow. What episode was that? uh, I don't remember. It was probably the one where I wrote, uh, where the description tag was, I just copy and pasted uh, the Unabomber's manifesto in, in full. That, that would explain that it. That might have done <laughs> you it. You can't do that. <laughs> Podcasting 101, you cannot ever quote the Unabomber <laughs> I have, without I have establishing sort of, it was he who said it. I've screwed our SEO on podcasts because I there was a, a good series of time when every week I would just write like a synopsis of all of the cricket that has happened that week. Um, so if you go back, <laughs> into our, if you go back into our podcast feed, you can see that there are like episodes, like maybe 12 to 25. It's just like, you know, um, uh, whatever movie was then. And then in the description, it would just be like the West Indies kicked off their three month tour of India or whatever. I don't know. At this point, you should just turn this into a cricket podcast. Oh my god, don't, I would love it so much! But part of I mean, well, don't invite me on. But you, it sounds like that's season, what you want to do. Season two is going to be director's commentary of season one. So director's wow, commentary perfect. of a podcast? Are you fucking <laughs> yeah. kidding me? 
So it's you guys so... talking over you guys talking. Yeah, yeah exactly. Reasonable. <laughs> it sounds like hell. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that leaves one thing for us to do, which is to to get them legs. Um, oh, I hate this one. And that's Ryan's job. So Ryan, do <clears throat> you want to give us the legs? What'd you just say, Scott? I hate this segment. I didn't understand it when you explained it to me before, and I didn't understand it while Look, you were doing Scott, it in the last episode numbers. that I was on. The numbers gives us metrics. Yes. And Sparky, you don't want to hear this. I'm I'm really going off okay, on the legs. Here are the metrics. The okay. Point to me when I have to do the outro. Okay. Oh no. <laughs> Sparky's right. gone. Uh, he can't hear us, but you this can. is the worst segment Wait, that no, I could be left alone in. <laughs> Do the lighting. Okay, no. to me, it's time to do the outro, and I will do the outro. I can't outro. believe not you're leaving me alone with Ryan on the leg segment. One minute to go. I don't know what to do. Legs, God damn it. Okay, Scott. Okay. This movie opening weekend made ten million dollars. Yeah. Domestic. This movie opened worldwide. Fifty-three percent of the that that box office was domestic. The production budget was one twenty-five on. million. They only made. Okay. 58 million adjusted to inflation. Oh, so it's a simple math problem is what you're trying to get me to do. And then the legs. No, I don't know. Fuck you, no. <laughs> I gotta give you the legs. The legs, they they got 3.18. What are the Wait, legs? Give me a second, give me a second. Give me a second. 3.18. To be clear, I can't hear you still. Google Meet has a closed caption feature. And I'm listening on the closed caption feature, and I only oh, turning it on right now. Oh, it's really bad. It's not saying what I'm saying <laughs> at all. Yeah, wait. Oh I no, wanna, it how is. Do I type this? <laughs> oh, this is this cool is shit. Podcast, this is really this is insane. It's just oh, and it censors <laughs> swears. It's, no it fucking way. It, it flips it. Fuck. Yeah. Cunt. That's so fucking crazy. <laughs> Oh, it didn't pick up when I said cunt. Wow. Oh, oh, yeah, did. <laughs> oh my gosh. I can't I still can't hear anything. Is it time to end the show? Can we end the show? Yes, yeah, Sparky, well, wait, you can no, end I the show now. I don't understand the legs yet. Okay, no one great. does. That's the point. <laughs> uh that thank you so much for listening <laughs> want, to this okay. broken, busted ass episode of ninety nine one hundred. Thank you. We appreciate you listening. Um, we'll be back next week, perhaps with another guest host as, uh, as Tina takes a sabbatical, um, Man, the hell? and you can join us, you can join us the same place you always do. Um, so I have been your, uh, God, what did I say? Egghead host, um, Sparky Shelton. Uh, okay. And I'll amend mine cause you were so mad at the one I did last time. I'll be your, uh, omelet scrambled benedict poached uh ranchero egghead scott (laughs) and i'm ryan and now classical gas That's the end of the show. All right, cut. Yeah. What's classical gas?